discuss what we believe and why we believe it. On today's episode, we kick off our series on TikTok theology. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at HBC Encounter. If you have any ideas for topics we should discuss on future episodes, make sure to DM us there. Without further ado, welcome to Rooted. All right, welcome back. Rooted, episode three. Connor, we're kicking off a new series today. Are you excited? I'm so excited. So this episode is going to serve as an introduction for the next couple of weeks because we won't be meeting in person. At time of recording, we're not meeting in person with Rooted again for like another six weeks. So we've got some time that we don't have any topics picked out for, uh, but now we do. Now we have topics. Um, and I think we're going to call it TikTok Theology. And Connor, why don't you kind of tell the people our inspiration for this series, where this idea came from as we were sitting here 30 minutes ago, why we're going to tackle some of these things. Yeah, so we're going to tackle these TikTok theologies as we've kind of t- called them. And the reason why is because it seems like a lot of people will either watch something on TikTok or hear something on TikTok and they make that a vital part of who they think God is yeah. or who they think we as humanity are. Um, and whether it's a TikTok or whether it's part of a podcast or whether it's something that's seen on TV, we'll take something that's in the media that doesn't come from trusted sources and we'll make that part of our mainstream theology. Yeah. And the dangers behind doing that is that we don't really have a good and clear understanding of who God is and who we are. Right. This really goes back to the heart of what Rooted is and what Rooted strives to do and what apologetics as a field is all about. It's all about understanding. I mean, it's our tagline. What do we believe? Why do we believe it? And so we're going to look at some pretty popular, pretty pervasive things in popular culture um, in what some people call progressive Christianity. Um, and we're going to tackle some of these ideas. We're going to see, you know, what's the support for them? Why don't we personally agree with them? What do we think the argument is against those things? Um, and we're not doing this in a spirit of we want to put people down who we disagree with. But it's sort of a, I wouldn't call it we're calling people out, but I think we're kind of challenging these ideas, or at least our goal is to challenge these ideas and say, okay, why do you believe that? What's your evidence for that? Why do you say that this is true about Christianity, about God, about who Jesus is? Because kind of like you said, it's really easy to get on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or any social media platform, and somebody could be telling you something about God or the Bible authoritatively. You know, they could be speaking on it with authority, or so it seems. And if we don't do our due diligence in looking into what they're saying— those things can slip into our own personal theology and what we believe about God. So, you know, it's definitely something that we want to address, and that's why we're taking these next couple of weeks to do that. We've got this time where we kind of can talk about whatever we want. And so to do that, uh, we're just going to go bullet point real quick, and we're going to just kind of hit these five different topics that we've picked out that we think are pretty pervasive. Um, so you know our system for finding these things. Connor and I literally sat here on TikTok, looked at some pretty popular progressive Christians on TikTok, saw some videos that they made, some ideas that they were teaching, and we said, that's unbiblical. 
let's talk about it. Let's let's do some research. So the first one we're going to talk about, Connor, uh, just right off the bat, and let me let me back up a little bit on what I said. Not saying this is unbiblical or anything like that, but we're going to talk overall broadly about deconstruction. Connor, can you kind of give just a quick for somebody who maybe hasn't heard that word, which I don't know how you could be a Christian in 2022 and have not heard this word, but maybe it's possible. Um, what is deconstruction? So deconstruction, well, it first implies that you have already constructed something. Right. And we as Christians, we already have some kind of construct of what we believe theologically. Yeah. The thing is, the way we've been brought up in, in church, mm-hmm. not saying that our church has done this. Right. But in a lot of churches across America, it's kind of done more harm than good, mm-hmm. the way people have been brought up. Yeah. Uh, they've been brought up with either false beliefs mm-hmm. that they have made their theology, mm-hmm. or they've brought, been brought up with true beliefs, and they've been introduced to worldly kind of worldviews. Right. So they deconstruct from what they, from what we know is actually good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in this kind of deconstruction episode, we're not saying that deconstruction is bad. Right. Because like I said, if you were brought up with bad or wrong theological beliefs, then you should deconstruct that. Right. As long as you reconstruct something worth believing. Mm, that's a good word. And I could really sit here and we could just start that episode right now because I would love to talk about it. Um, but be on the lookout for that, for deconstruction. And like you said, it's not that we're we're calling anybody who has said they've deconstructed their faith evil or we're saying that deconstruction is wrong. And if somebody uses that word, you should, you should not talk to them. Um, but we want to talk about, I think there's healthy deconstruction and there's unhealthy deconstruction. And so in that episode, we want to tackle what is unhealthy deconstruction and how do we avoid that and go through some healthy deconstruction? Uh, I think we even see that in the apostles lives. But we'll get into that. I don't want to spoil everything for that episode. So the next thing we want to talk about is we want to talk about biblical authority. Okay, big words for me at least, not for you. Big words for me. What is biblical authority? What's the issue? What are we talking about? So biblical authority just means authority pertaining to the Bible. Oh, Literally okay. what it means, right? <laughs> um, and we, we know what authority means. We all have authoritative figures in our life, yeah. whether it's our parents and guardians or uh, church leaders or teachers, professors, whatever it may be, there's somebody who, who has some degree of authority over us. Right. Right. So as Christians, we hold the Bible to be authoritative, meaning that it's useful for instruction, uh, rebuking, um, teaching and correction yeah. in the Christian life, uh, not just for our own personal life, but also for the lives of others, right? So the truths that the Bible teaches, they're truths not just for Christians, but also for people who aren't Christians. Right. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how uh, biblical authority has kind of been under attack, not just from people outside of Christianity, which I think is going to be a big part of this series is like, you know, somebody, somebody who labels himself a Christian might attack biblical authority. In fact, there's a lot of people on TikTok, especially, that label themselves Christians who attack biblical authority. So we're going to talk about why we believe the Bible's authoritative, like you said, not just for Christians, but for the whole world. 
you know, past, present, future. So from there, we're going to jump into God's judgment. We're going to talk about sin. And then we're also going to talk about what sin means for our lives in terms of does everybody go to heaven, which is going to be a fun question to answer. Maybe not fun. Maybe fun's not the right word. But we're going to talk about heaven and the realities of heaven and the realities of hell and and what that looks like. Um, we're also going to be talking about, I, I termed it heaven on earth theology and this idea that Jesus was a good moral teacher, which is something we have addressed previously. Um, we've definitely talked about it in person at Rooted. We've, we've hit on it on the podcast, but kind of this idea that Jesus came to teach us how to live perfect lives, and that's the end of it. You know, that that we're just here to do good things and live good lives, and that's kind of the the culmination of who we are and what we're supposed to do. Um, so, Connor, thinking about TikTok theology, thinking about where we're going over the next couple of weeks, um, why do you think it's important that students at a high school age because that's who Rooted is primary. That's who we're, our primary audience is. Um, why do you think it's important for them to start asking these questions, start thinking about these these theologies at this age? Because, I mean, you know, I'm probably going to live to be what? You know, 70. Let's say 70 is a good number for me. I'm shooting for 70 at least. I've got time to figure this stuff out, right? So why, why as a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, 16-year-old should I be thinking about this? And, and why should I take our word to guys sitting in a room with microphones in front of them over some guy on TikTok? Well, I think the thing is, no matter how long our life may be, statistics have proven that college age students, they fall out of the church faster than any other age group mm. of Christians. Yeah. Right. So in this high school range right and even early college yeah you're introduced to new ideas right new worldviews that's gonna challenge the christian worldview that you have um so if you're not asking those questions now then eventually you will be mm. and it's not going to be very long until that happens yeah uh you know you're not going to be 30 and start to have these questions we're talking like one to two years from now right this stuff's going to come up uh and especially it's getting younger and younger that these problems start to arise. Yeah. Um, with as much as social media has been growing, with as much as postmodernism and progressive Christianity has been growing, these questions are just going to get even more and more prevalent. Right. So it's important to address those now so that we have good biblical answers for those. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point and, you know, entitling the series TikTok Theology um, I'm not saying there's not Christians on TikTok who believe, you know, in good things. There, there definitely are. Um, we're on TikTok and we think we, we believe most of the right stuff. And at least I hope, I hope we believe that we believe the right stuff. Right. I mean, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. why would we be doing this podcast if we didn't? Right. Exactly. Like I said earlier on, I was like, you know, you don't need to be getting your theology from a TikTok or a podcast, but I mean, we're but, doing but a podcast. Here we are right doing now. a podcast on theology. Yeah. Uh, but, but as we've talked about before, we talked about this last week. Hey, you know, go, go investigate this stuff for yourself. You know, we just want to be a platform for you to start asking questions like you were talking about and to get back to what you were saying. Um, 
with the progression of social media and the accessibility, because like when we were, you know, we obviously had social media when we were in high school. We're three or four years removed from that. But I feel like these ideas weren't talked about as much on those platforms. You know, I didn't I didn't get on Vine, you know, to date ourselves which sounds like so old nowadays, right? But I remember Vine. We didn't get on Vine and see people talking about was Jesus God or, or you know, do all people go to heaven? But now I feel like I can't get on social media without seeing somebody making a theological take. Now that partly could be algorithm, but I also think that it's just much more prevalent and that a lot of people are seeing these things. And so that's why we want to address them. Uh, and like you said, as as you're coming up through high school, into college, in your young adult years, man, the world is going to present you with ideas and theories about scripture, about God, about the church, that if you haven't done your research on, can be incredibly persuasive. Because you mentioned it, and you might want to elaborate on this a little bit, but when we were looking at topics for this series, a lot of these things are almost easy to believe because there's just that little bit of truth in them. And I know that's something that Brother Larry has talked about on Sunday mornings before here at Hilldale is when the devil lies, man, he throws a, just enough truth in there to, to hook you because we're attracted to truth. Um, do you think that's do you think that's an intentional technique that's used by some people when they're when they're spreading these false theologies? I think it could be partly intentional. Yeah. I also think that there's probably some who teach bad theology that have who truly believe that they're teaching the right thing. Yeah. Right. Um, and what I've heard is that true discernment, true wisdom mm -hmm. isn't knowing right from wrong. Yeah. It's knowing right from almost right. Oh, wow. It's like if you're looking for red, it's knowing the difference. It's not knowing the difference between red and blue. Yeah. It's knowing the difference between red and pink. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so, so we're after the truth, not, a half truth, not most of the truth, but the absolute truth. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I've, I've never heard that before. And I really like that because it kind of goes back to like we were saying, we're not setting out to just attack people who don't believe what we believe. We're setting out to find truth and we're setting out to justify what we believe to be true. And that's the whole point of rooted and apologetics. And, and that's why it's called rooted. Uh, if you, if you didn't understand that listener, now, you know, is we're building these roots that say when the world throws things at me that are, you know, if truth is red and I'm getting pink all around me, like you said, I'm going to be able to discern the truth from the almost truth, from the little bit of truth mixed in with the lie. Because that's what Jesus came to do. You know, he said, I am the way, the truth, the singular truth and the life. He came to show us that there is a singular path to knowing God and being in community with him. And, and it's through Jesus Christ. And that's, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about in this series. So I don't want to make this episode super long, but I want to encourage everybody who's listening, you know, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss these episodes, share this with a friend. And if you are, if you would consider yourself in the process of deconstruction, um, and Connor, maybe you can speak to this, if, if a listener is in the process of deconstruction or someone they know is in the process of deconstruction, obviously we would encourage them to listen to definitely the next episode, but the next couple episodes. But what are some ways between now and then that they could start preparing to tackle these questions? Okay. First thing, don't make any major life decisions yet, <laughs> right? Just wait a little bit before <laughs> you decide to 
completely change your life because of a, of a belief that you have right at this moment. Um, the second thing is um, just read your Bible. You know, like as, as simple yeah. as it sounds, read, read the Bible. Yeah. That's where we have our authority from. Right. And if you hear something that you don't know is true or not, or even if you hear something that you think is true, go to the Bible to make sure it is mm, right. Yeah. Um, so, I, so on that note, I was, I, I was listening to a podcast earlier about deconstruction. Look at the way God used that. I just, I didn't even think about that until right now. Um, but this pastor was telling a story about, he was talking to somebody who was going through deconstruction and they were debating, you know, somebody who was a biblical scholar and a pastor. And he said, well, Hey, let's, do you have a Bible in the house? Go grab your Bible. Let's open it up and look at some, look at some scriptures. And the guy said, Oh, I haven't, I haven't touched my Bible in six months or however long it had been. And, and like you said, you know, if we're going to get down to the bare bones of this and we're going to debate what's truth, what's not truth, let's go to the source of it all of what we're, of what we're debating the Bible. Let's actually know what it says. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Did you have anything else on that? No, I mean, what you were just talking about just brought to mind what Charles, Charles Spurgeon said about the Bible and how important it is for our life. So he said that we should visit many good books, right? So yeah. because books, they're a great source of information, right? right? And of course, now in our day and age, you know, so are podcasts, so are other streaming platforms and stuff like that. Yeah. He said, visit many good books, but live in the Bible. Mm, yeah. Now, something else he also said was that some of us haven't t- touched our Bibles in so long that we could write the word damnation because of all the dust that's on the Bible. <laughs> that's That sounds like Spurgeon. It does. And like, it's so true, though. It is. Because I, I like sometimes I find myself like reading lots of good books and sources of information that are true. Right. But I'm not reading the truth. The truth. You know? Yeah. So. That's that's kind of like the uh the casual sports fan who who wears a well, I'm a Packers fan, so we'll use the Packers for example, who wears the Packers hat, he wears the Packers jersey, uh he talks about he's a Packers fan. Um, but he's never watched a game. He just checks the box score after the fact. Right. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't he's he's he knows who's winning. He knows his team's doing well or not well in the most recent case. And he, you know, he knows the stats. He could tell you how many yards the quarterback throws for or whatever, but he's not actually watching the game, so he can't tell you the full story. I think is that kind of what you're hitting at? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. That's we're it. we're kind of we're truth adjacent. You know, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. It's good stuff to know, but but it all goes back to we want the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth so help us god right and that's why i do kind of think deconstruction without getting too much into it is a valuable thing uh socrates said that the unexamined life is not worth living Mm. and that was right that was on his trial because he was accused of lots of different things right and the apostle paul says something similar to that effect when he instructed the corinth or the corinthians to examine ourselves, to see that we're in the faith. Yeah. To test ourselves. Definitely. So. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited. Connor, I think you're excited. It sounds oh, like yeah. you're excited. I think I'm both really of excited. us could, ju- I think we both just want to sit here and record the next five episodes right now. Yeah. Because of how pumped we are about this, but we're not going to do that because we have things to do. I think, I don't know. 
I got flag football to be got, at. You got to go play some flag football. So I hope that you guys are as excited as we are and that you'll join us, that you'll share this with your friends. I know this episode is kind of short. We didn't really dive into anything too deep, but we wanted to set it up because we didn't want to just jump in next week and have to do all this setup on top of talking about deconstruction, getting deep into it. So share this with a friend. Make sure that you give us a rating so that more people can see this podcast. Um, and without, do you have anything else left to say, Connor? No, that's it. Just that I'm really excited for the next five weeks. It's going to be great. I hope you guys are excited too. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to follow and leave a rating on your favorite podcast platform so more people can learn about our show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook at, at HBC Encounter. And if you're listening at the time of release, make sure to sign up for DNOW February 18th if you're a student in 7th through 12th grade. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.